Welcome to the first Birdies and Beers PGA Tour podcast. Uh, this is our first one, so let's see how we go. Just bear with us and hopefully we'll get better over time. Um, I'll introduce the team to start with first. Um, I'd like to introduce Maddie. Welcome, Maddie. Um, Thanks, mate. Start to get to know you, I suppose, for the for the listeners. Um, why did you start playing golf? Um, when I was younger, we used to do a, a family holiday up to um, Coolum Resort every year, and, and Dad was pretty big on his golf. So he used to go out and play every morning uh, while mum sort of took care of us kids. And it didn't take too many days for mum to, to crack the shits and send us out to play golf with dad. So started hitting the ball around, you know, I'd just tee off and then we'd pick up my ball and drive up to his and I'd drop out and hit again. I was probably that annoying kid um, playing around, but that's sort of where I got into it. Um, my passion for it really took off probably when I moved to the NT and uh, had a bit more time on my hands and started playing a couple of times a week with a few of the the guys up there yeah perfect um you got a current handicap at the moment and i do i'm currently off six uh so low handicapper in the bab group i believe <laughs> correct a <laughs> uh, bit of a little little shot at the boys there that's okay um favorite golfer and why and um why is it me <laughs> Lowy, uh, you'd be my favourite if you didn't always win, mate. But uh, <laughs> Jordan Spieth's probably my favourite. Uh, I got pretty uh, – like I started to follow him a bit, to pretend I'm sponsored by Under Armour the way that he is, <laughs> all my merchandise is like that. But very recently uh, I became best friends with Phil Mickelson in a dream, so <laughs> Phil's probably almost overtaken Jordan as my favourite. Plus Jordy's not playing very well, so, yeah, one of those two. That story will come up in, in future weeks. It's incredible. Um, all right, I'll throw to uh, the next guy on our team, Scotty. Um, welcome, mate. I'm not sure if you um, if you remember, but do you remember the first time you played golf and what made you fall in love with the sport? Oh, great to be here, boys. Um, the first time I would have played golf was probably back in high school. I grew up at uh, Bribey Island, just uh, south of the Sunshine Coast, and I think – after school, a few times we jumped on the course there through the fence and hit a few balls around. And that's probably my first experience with golf, but probably didn't start playing uh, properly until about 10 years, 12 years ago, I'd say, consistently. Yeah, right. And you got a current handicap too, mate? Uh, I haven't been a member for a while. I've got to get on to your, uh, what is it, Social Golf Australia? Is that what you, you plug these days, mate? Or Yeah, that future golf too. They're interested in, in helping the boys out, so... Have a look at there them we as go. well. Uh, my, my, my most recent handicap was uh, 16. Yeah, nice. Good, good honest handicap, Scotty. Uh, <laughs> the next bloke um, next bloke I'll throw to is our bad goat, D-Webb. He's our resident goat. Um, and by goat, we mean greatest of all time. So welcome, D-Webb. Thanks for having me, mate. No worries. Um, favorite birdie you've ever had, place and hole, if you can remember it. Oh, geez, put me on the spot. I'll give you a classic D Web birdie. Would be Virginia first hole. I pulled my drive that far. I was two fairways across to the right. Hacked it back over to about 120 out the trees. Hit it to a foot. Tapped in for birdie. That's probably my favorite. So that would be on the first, 
to the seventeenth. So you've crossed uh, the thirteenth. Yeah, I went across thirteenth onto eighteen. Yeah, onto eighteen. Onto eighteen. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I went across that way. That's um, mm. that's a fair birdie. That's um, yeah. I'd say two hundred and fifty meters to the right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah, that's that's a pretty good birdie from there actually. Um, D Webb, you used to be the former low handicapper of our group. What's your current handicap at the moment? Yeah, and to be clear, I think I just lost the mantle this week. Um, handicap just went out to seven, so not happy about it. That's okay. And um, mate, what's your best round you've ever played? This is your little plug to let everybody know how great you are. Yeah, back in the day, uh, one under par at Nudgy Golf Club. So yeah, perfect. So that'd be a yeah, consistent six birdies, five bogeys, and the rest. Oh, of yeah, standard off the white, Scotty reckons. That's a bad no, no, no mate. No whites no, on the bad tour. No ceramic tees <laughs> uh, at Lost Farm Bamboogle, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm your host, Richard Lowe. Um, they call me Lowey. Uh, my handicap's currently 11. I am the Bab Tour reigning champion. Uh, about Bab, it's all about mateship, friends, golf. It's never about winning until I win. So, um, undefeated since November as well. Just a little shot at the boys. So, anyway. So, the goal of our podcast, uh, listeners, is hopefully we'll pick up some winners on the PGA circuit and the tour over there. Um, Birdies and beers. We love birdies. We love beers. But we also love the on the punt when we're away. So, uh Golf is one of these things we like to bet on and hopefully we win enough money during the year to get us on our yearly trip. So on our yearly trip, um, we attempt to play the top 100 golf courses within Australia. Uh, Every year we go away for a weekend and we play some of the best courses like uh, Ocean Shores, uh, Cape Wickham at King Island, uh, New South Wales Golf Club, Royal Adelaide, and um, we've started a new website to do some comparisons on holes and courses. So uh, if you're interested, our website's babtourgolf.com. Um, we don't just play the best courses. You know, there's nothing better than just a local round uh, around Brisbane. So we're pretty much all from around Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast area. Um, so, yeah, this is like the idea of the, the podcast is for us to try to win us some money. And if you guys want to jump on and win some money yourselves, that's up to you guys. So I suppose let's um, let's get started with this week's tournament, the Workday Charity Open. Um, D-Webb, do you want to tell us about the venue and the tournament, mate? Yeah, absolutely. Quite interesting this week. Uh, back-to-back tournaments on the same course, which I'm not sure has happened for – well, I'm not sure if it's happened at all, really. Um, so out at Muirfield Golf Club, Jack Nicholas course, um, typical Jack Nicholas design. Generally, it's quite uh, open off the tee, um, but it really gets uh, harder as the holes get closer to the green. So uh, approach plays massive on um, this course, and um, and it's quite interesting where a lot of the guys who have won um, haven't actually had really good putting weeks. Um, greens and regulation is definitely the way to go. And it doesn't really favour the long or the shorter hitters. I mean, some of the previous winners, Patrick Cantlay, DeChambeau before he, you know, bulked up, then there's guys like Duffner and McGirt, Lingmurth, like they're not long hitters of the ball. So uh, anyone can win, 
but it definitely um, definitely need to be good with your irons. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, we'll go through um, oh, about 10 golfers or so in the market. So in the market, prices are from Sportsbet currently, um, but obviously hunt around the other ones. You'll get some good deals um, or better odds from the others, but ours is from Sportsbet. Um, let's start with Patrick Reed. Uh, $34 at the moment. D-Webb, what do you think of Patrick Reed? Look, to be honest, he's not in my um, good books at the moment. I was on him last week and he missed the cut, so hard to give him a good rap this week. Uh, he's only had the four starts here and had a best finish of eight. So um, he's been a bit hit and miss for me, so I think definitely a pass this week. All right. Scotty, you got anything to throw in on Patrick Reed or Captain America? Yeah, it's one thing that we don't like here on the Bab Tour is cheats, and Patrick Reed falls into that category. He missed the cut for me last week as well. It's a big no for Captain America. Matty, are we going for a clean sweep? What do you think of Patrick uh, Reed? <laughs> yeah, mate, uh, he won't uh, be getting any of my money through the, the betting agencies this week or probably ever. I'm not a, Even before the cheating scandal, I was never a fan because he knocked off Spieth at the, uh, the Masters a few years ago, so I'm off him. That was dead set the worst Masters Monday ever when we went out to Brookwater afterwards and just didn't care. We don't, I don't even think we watched the last two holes when he was leading. Like, it was woeful. Patrick Reed won't be getting any love from me either this week, boys. Um, so we'll move on to one of the bad favourites. We love to back Ricky. Um, what do you think of Ricky this week, D-Webb? Oh, oh. He's, a, he's a fair way from his best at the moment. Um, he's what, done some swing changes. I think he's been messing around with his gear as well. Um, he was 12th last week, which is a good step forward for him because it's been a while since he's really contended. Um, but he does like this track. He's played well here. He's had a couple of seconds. I think he's had an eighth and a fourteenth in the last two editions as well. So really good track for him to get himself going again. And, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes this week. Scotty, you love to back Ricky on the side? Well, on the side only just for you. Um, I think I took some money away from at one point, but we'll keep going with that. That's it. We would be living in the Cayman Islands if this bloke had closed tournaments where he should have won. The amount of times that we've been on him and he's been in a solid position to win and he hasn't sealed the deal, a bit like D-Web in the uh, late teens, mate, couldn't seal the deal. <laughs> we would be so rich. But, look, we love Ricky Fowler. here. here um, he's the darling of the PGA Tour. Um, a few swing changes, as D-Web mentioned. So um, he'll have to contend a bit more uh, for me before I swing any more money his way. Yep, fair enough. Uh, Matty, one of Jordan Spieth's close mates. Ricky, what do you think? Yeah, of course, mate. Well, if Greens and Reg are going to be important around here, as D-Webb sort of mentioned, he's coming off uh, one of his better Green and Reg tournaments uh, in a few years. So he had 58 Greens and Reg uh, last time he had a hit, which is probably his best one since 2016. So he's... Hitting the ball pretty well since we've come back in terms of greens and reg. Just needs to convert that into scoring. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, like Ricky, always have, uh, but I'm not too sure about him this week. I uh, didn't know about that green and reg stat, uh, Argie. That's why you're the, the stat man. Um, all right. Well, we'll move on to a person that um, has broke my heart on a Masters, Justin Rose. Uh Guys, D-Webb, talk to me about Justin Rose. 
Uh, well, this bloke is a greens in reg specialist. Uh, his record is phenomenal. I think going back to 2004, he's had 13 starts here for a win, two seconds, and a further six top four teams. So he's, uh, again, it's a track he absolutely loves. Um, bit of weird form, though. He contended at Colonial after a, the big break. He backed it up with a 14th at Hilton Head, but then he missed a cut at the Travellers. So, you know, and again, he was someone who at the start of the year was in shocking form. Again, another guy's messed around with his clubs and bits and pieces when he didn't have to. So, again, really interesting to see how he goes. A um, bit like Ricky for me, it'll be a good tournament to see where he's at. Scotty, anything to add, mate? Yeah, mate, great record here for Rosie at, at Muirfield. I think he's the uh, second in all-time earnings um, at Muirfield. Lead ball striker. Um, Webby touched on his on his um, finishes here. Um, in decent touch coming back, although I missed cut, but he, he had a type third at Colonial. And 14th Harbour Town, definitely on my watch list this week. Matty, I saw in the Zoom call, mate, you got your thumbs up. About uh, yeah. a certain stat, you, Scotty stole something from you. Yeah, Scotty stole me stat, second highest all-time money earner at Muirfield. So, uh, yep. good research, Scotty. No, I like Justin. He's one of the good guys of golf, I think. So, um, yeah, I always like to see when he's around the the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I um I actually saw him play live once. He, he he's a flusher. So, yeah, like the look of him this weekend. Now, guys, obviously, you know, English uh, I struggle with. Colin, don't know how to pronounce his last name. So, D-Webb, do you want to fill it in? I'm assuming you're referring to Colin Morikawa. That's the one. Colin Morikawa, that's him. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't think it was that hard. But anyway, we won't go there. Um, (laughs) uh, He's, uh, I think he's on debut. It's only his second second year on tour. Um, But this bloke is third in strokes gained approach. So he's a show. He's a big show for me, even though he's on debut. But, um, yeah, he's an absolute gun. So I'm really interested to see how he goes this week too. Scotty, anything you can add, mate? Yeah, with D-Web there, he's in good touch. He's he's definitely a star of the future. Uh, A few of the big boys in town this week. As we said on debut, um, I think it may be a task too great, but nothing would shock me with this kid. Argy, you going to throw any stats at me this week with this bloke? No, no, I don't have any stats on him yet. Maybe he's uh, a bit too young to be high in the stats camp for me, so I'll see him win a few more tournaments before he enters Argy's stats realm. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on to um, to Victor next. D Web, what do you have about Victor, mate? I think this bloke's a machine. He uh, since the COVID break, he's had four t- top twenty-five since resumption. Uh, again, he's on debut, but he, this should suit him very well. He's tenth in strokes gained off the tee, eighth in strokes gained approach. So, just being the short stuff for him, that's really held him back from really contending. But as I said, you don't really need to have a hot putter this week to win. So, again, I think he's a show. Scotty? Yeah, he's a star of the future. Uh, where's he from? Is it he's Norwegian? I have to check that up. Hang on a sec, mate. Hey, you know, Just pull up the website. 
I'll keep going. But yeah, seriously considered him last week and he played some bloody good golf. As we've been saying, he's played each start back since the resumption of the, the Chinese virus. Um, he's been playing well. He led the Rocket Mortgage, uh, his strokes game, T to Green and Proximity. Um, so that could bode here well at Milford this week. Um, one under round for his fourth round, tied for 12th. He's a big watch for me. But uh, he is Norwegian, and I hope all our Norwegian listeners out there appreciate the shout-out. So hello to all of them. So, Matty, got anything else to add, mate? Uh, look, he probably won't get my bet this week. Um, you know, he's been playing good golf, but I think uh, there's a few sort of in this field that will probably go low. I agree. I was getting text messages from people. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, yeah, okay. Well, he's at 21s on Sportsbet at the moment. Uh, he's actually in the same group as John Rahm. So uh, John Rahm's coming up on our list. Next one we'll go into is Xander. Now, I'm a big fan of this bloke. Um, D-Webb, how do you see him going this week? Look, I'll let Scotty jump all over him because Scotty does love uh, – Loves Xander as well. He's um, He was really good at Clionial, and then he's been a bit average the last two. Um, played here twice, miscut the 14th. Um, look, he's very good tee to green. He's obviously got some class. Um, I think the key for him is just he generally likes to throw out a big score or two, and uh, and around here, this track's going to be, um, you know, important that he, that he doesn't do that. But, yeah, can win. Scotty, you're yeah. the um, Xander expert. Yeah, I love the X-Men. Um, he's going to win a considerable amount of tournaments in the future. I think he's one that has the possibility of winning a couple of times this year. But as D-Weaver said, he has a tendency to throw out some big numbers, which won't suit this course this week or any course for that matter. A bit like me at Royal Burley. But anyway, he's 10th on tour in strokes going to Peter Green and 7th in adjusted scoring. So, yeah, I've... I backed him a few weeks ago and I had this incredibly bad luck where they seem to pop up a couple of weeks later and win. So he's looking he's looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, big scores like uh, Newcastle as well, Scotty? <laughs> Let's not talk about that. How far is it to the car park? <laughs> now, Matty, you missed that Newcastle trip, mate. That's, uh, we'll have to fill you in on that story. Mate, what do you think of Xander this weekend? Mate, I reckon he's one of the more underrated golfers on tour. Yeah. Um, he, he sort of seems to be around the mark pretty often. And I don't know, I find he, he tends to have one really, really good round that, that sets him up for it, um, whether it's, you know, an eight under or a seven under or something. He sort of gets through the weekend and then launches pretty hard um, in one of those final two rounds. So, yeah, I like him. I'm, I'm a fan of, of Xander as well. Um, hopefully, yeah, just needs to, to win a few more tournaments. This one could be one of them. Yeah, I actually was um, just on Sportsbet before. He is $17 to win outright, but is $15 in the without market. So I thought that's pretty good value, to be honest with you. So, um, look, the without markets without uh, Ram, uh, Hadiki, Brooks, uh, Patrick, and JT. So, anyway, let's move on to uh, Ramen Noodles. Uh, the boys have had a big win in the past on Rummin, so uh, let us know what you think, D Web of um, John this week. I love the noodle, um, really do. But um, if we're being honest, he hasn't been as sharp as as he should be and could be since the resumption of play. And uh, one of the big reasons for that is his 
Irish player, which is good here. So, look, it's a little hard to jump on him, and he's on uh, debut here, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, as much as I love him, I just I think it's so hard to get on him this week. Copy that. Uh, what about you, Scotty? Any love for ramen? Yeah, noodles. Love the love the uh, love the ramen noodles, but um, quite contradictory, really. Uh, seeing how he's sponsored by Isogenics, and we've given him the noodles nickname, it doesn't really work, does it? But um, second on tour at the moment in all round ranking, had a little bit of a freshen up, but not this week. <laughs> Are you going to jump on that too, Matty? Nothing this week, or? No. <laughs> I don't know, number two golfer in the world at the moment and, and Rory's not going to be out there, so he's number one uh, out in the field. Look, yeah, last week, bit of a freshen up, reset. I mean, he's, he's more than capable of doing it. He's got to get the win sooner or later. Could be this week. Yeah, you don't really see the second uh, rated golfer ever at $17 when they're at a tournament, so I think it's pretty good value for him. But um, it'll all depend which... Uh, if he turns up angry or if he turns up ready to play. So uh, the next one is our Hideki Matsuyama at $17. Uh, what do you think, D-Web? Uh, he loves his venue. Um, he's got a win, two other top six finishes and a 13th. Uh, and just the six starts here. Um, he was a bit bit slow to uh, get back into it after the resumption. <clears throat> but I, was, I thought last week he really started to show some really good signs and um, he was 13 strokes going TD Green last week uh, and, and yet again it, the, the putter was what was holding him back. Um, but in saying that, I watched, I reckon I watched the second round, he must have lipped out three or four times in that round alone and, um, you know, some of them were just, you know, ridiculously tough. So if he can um, if he can tidy up the flat stick here, I 100% think he can win because TD Green, he is starting to look like the old Hideki and that, um, that spells trouble for everyone else on this track. Scotty, what do you think, mate? Yeah, I can't disagree with anything uh, Webby said there, but uh, I, not not for me this week. Matty, you on, you off? Yeah, I think he's a sneaky chance. Um, they reckon with the tournament being played at the same venue two weeks in a row, they're going to try, obviously, have two different layouts. So easier to make greens go from slow to fast than fast to slow. So in uh, with that in mind, they're probably going to be a bit slower um, on the greens, which is, from what I'm led to believe, a bit more like what they are in Japan, his native land. So he might be uh, all right on the slower greens this week. Yeah, they even predict a few showers and a bit of rain this weekend too, so that might even slow the greens up a little bit more too. So um, good shout about the green speed, mate. Now our man Brooks, he's up next, another $17, a bloke that I personally believe only wants to win majors. Uh, but anyway, what do you think this weekend, D-Web? Um, look, he's played here twice, doesn't have a lot to show for it. He's been, let's be honest, he's been a long way from his best this year, but he did show some signs of life at uh, the RBC Heritage. He had a seventh there. Um, but, look, it's been a while since he's contended, and I think that's a big thing. Like, he hasn't really been under the, under the gun. And I think the big thing that stands out, and the stats man will back me up on this, but he's 163rd in strokes gained approach this season, and that um, that's not just not going to get the job done. But interesting little... Reading on him this week, uh, just made a comment about how he's trying to get back to just really simplifying things and just going out and playing. So 
Yeah, I'm interested to see how he goes over the next few weeks because, um, again, he's another one who could easily, at his best, I mean, he should be all over this this joint so, and could win. So, yeah, interested to see how he goes. Yeah, Scotty, do you agree or...? Yeah, look, Brooks is Brooks. It's hard to not agree with your comment about um, him just loving the majors. He's proven and it seems to come these other tournaments where he doesn't really seem to be that interested at times. But he's coming off a bit of a precautionary rest to the COVID care, I believe, uh, coming off a solo seventh at Harbour Town. So um, decent touch, but I just want to see, I want to see him string a couple of weeks together before I go near him. Yeah, right. Eh? And Matty, what do you think of Brooks this week, mate? Oh, he's, he's probably one of the best golfers of the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, there's something about majors that he gets up for, whether it's the harder conditions or he just likes that pressure. Um, so yeah, unless it's a major, I'm probably not really going to go near him. Yeah, right. Eh? Uh, i got two left. We've got uh, Patrick Cantley is next, 15 to 1. Uh Tee off in the afternoon as well. Not too sure if that makes any difference with the conditions for the afternoon, but late tee off, um, one ten local time. D Webb, what do you think? Uh, well, he won the Memorial here last year, and the year before that he was fourth. So fair to say, course suits. Um, he had the one start back since resumption at the Travellers, where he was eleventh. Uh, he looked really good, a little rusty in patches. Um, look, if he improves off that run, then surely he's going to be in the mix here again. Maybe would be better suited next week with another week under his belt. Um, again, I kind of like him on the harder tracks um, just because, again, how good he is tee to green. Um, so, yeah, really interesting one for me this week. I think the one knock with him, I really do like him as a golfer, but he's yet to really start winning and um yeah i'd like to see him win a couple more um but yeah can can easily win this yeah perfect scotty agree disagree mate yeah what i would have liked to have seen was uh Cantlay beat kevin nah in that playoff at the shriners children's for hospitals opened a little while ago when i was on him got to the playoff didn't get the job done so i'm still filthy about that got the game to win here wouldn't surprise me one bit if he goes close again yeah, right. I guess betting's all about emotions, isn't it? Uh, let's move on to Matty. What do you think, mate? No, he just doesn't have the star status for me. Like, he's he's on the edge of it. Um, I'd rather take one of the big names. Yep. Yeah, all right. Last bike favourite, $12, uh, Justin Rose. Justin Thomas. <laughs> Justin Rose. Got my notes mixed up, but that's okay. No one's, uh, no one's going to mind. He's uh, $12 on Sportsbet. Webby, what do you think of JT? Yeah, really interesting. He's um, It's funny having a favourite at $12 who missed the cut at his last start. Um, also missed the cut at his last attempt at this track. Um, but when you look through it a little bit deeper, I think at the Travellers where he missed the cut uh, two weeks ago, he, um, he has a poor record there and um, – and for some reason, just can't get it done, especially on the greens. I think it was something like minus five shots on the greens, which is just horrendous uh, for a bloke of his class. And his, his approach game, which is generally one of the best uh, on tour, was terrible. So um, I think you can 100% put a line through that. Uh, in terms of the missed cut at this venue last year, he was coming off injury um, and, and a fair layoff. So, again, you can put a line through that. So if you do that, 
And you go on his previous starts this year before the Travellers, he was 8th and 10th and looked really good. If you look at his um, two starts on this course before the miscut last year, he was had two top 10s as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, on that basis, I think he is a favourite. Like, he's a winner. When he's on, he's on. And um, you'd like to think with a, a week off, yeah, he'll get the iron play sorted and he's putter back. And um, if he does that, uh, yeah, I think he's absolutely the justifiable favourite here. Yep. Scotty, what do you think of JT this week? Yeah, I'm really bullish on JT this week. Um, I don't like backing favourites. That's my only concern. But he has to be strongly considered. He's seventh in two strikes gained approach. Probably stealing some stats here off you, argue, but we'll see how we go. He's uh, fourth in putting, birdie or better percentage, and fourth in part four scoring, which I think will all um, bode well here at Muirfield. He's got an early tee time too on Thursday, which I do think that I read somewhere that there was supposed to be some storms and, and considerable rain hanging around Wednesday. So the course could be nice and soft. He could get out there and post a low number, which I think um, will obviously get him off to a good start that he needs. So, yeah, like JT. He's actually in the same group as Brooks, mate. They're both getting off at 7.45 in the morning on Thursday. So, Matty, uh, what do you think, mate? Yeah, I'm surprised that he's so short in the odds. Um, you know, he's been okay since the return from COVID. He's obviously leading the FedEx Cup at the moment, I think. Um, have, was having a tremendous season pre-COVID. But since coming back, he's he's got two top tens from his three starts. But... His form at Muirfield's horrendous. Of his last five, he's only made the cut uh, twice. He's missed the cut three times. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure how he's at 12. I, I probably won't be going near him at that price. All right. Well, since we're talking about who we're going near, let's um, let's finish off with who we're picking this week, guys. Um, Matty, who are you picking this week to win um, the work uh, place open? Uh, look, I reckon Justin Rose... I like, but I'm probably only going to take him top five. Uh, I'm not confident enough really for anyone for the win this week. So the value bet for me is Justin Rose for the top five, given his form at Muirfield. Um, I think that's going to be my sort of where I'll throw my money at. Yep. What's In the, terms um, of a roughie, you want a roughie on it? Yeah, if you've got one, mate, go for it. All right. Roughie I've got, Mark Leishman. So the Aussie. Uh Mirafield sets up well for him. It's obviously the wider track. Um, he's actually leading uh, the tour in his uh, uh, approach to the green at the moment. So given uh, how important that's going to be this week, if he's finding fairways, which give him a little bit more relaxation on the, the width and, and the ease of them, he should be making up plenty of shots. And he's just a good, solid golfer. You know, he, If he goes to work, he'll get it done. So I like yep. Mark Leishman. $36 uh, for the outright win. And I just had a look and uh, Justin Rose was pretty good for top five at uh, $6 for top five. So that's a pretty good pick too. Scotty, uh, you'll probably have 10 bets, but which one do you like the most? Well, it sounds like that after my little um, my preview there. Thanks to um, me being really good at picking second and third in horse races on a Saturday, I get a couple of bonus bets. Yeah. <laughs> And they will be going on Justin Thomas. I'm going to go outright on Justin Thomas and I am going to take Justin Rose in the without market. I'm not sure what his odds are, but I think there's a good strategy there. We talk about it all the time. How good would it be to back 
JT outright and Rose to finish second for the double pay. Try and get one pay, but they're my bets for this week. Yep, Rose $18 in the without market at Sportsbet, so pretty good pick there, I think. Now, Bab Goat, who you got, mate? Uh, I'm on JT as well this week. I um, I know what you said, Maddie. three cuts in the last five, but again, right out that last one, and the other two are eight and four. So Cam win. I think he's the class, um, and he's due for a big week. Um, so I reckon he's the one. I like also might have a little nibble at Hideki. I think that putter warms up at all. I think he contends. Um, no doubt in my mind. He's hitting the ball mint. And my outside is actually the big-hitting Cameron Champ. Uh, he's about $56. You can probably get better elsewhere. But Tita Green at the moment, he is hitting it mint and he's looking very solid. Stole me pick, D-Webb. I actually like him this weekend too. Um, I was looking at him at top 20, but he's at $4 or something for top 20. Um, that's my little side bet, Scotty. Um, but I actually... I'm on the bloke that we love to hate, but we love him. I'm actually on Justin Rose this week. I am going a little left field. I just think his iron play is amazing. Uh, if he gets it right, he'll be right up the top. I might like have a dabble at the without market, but that's all. He's got some good odds there as well. So, look, that pretty much wraps up our picks this week. Uh if you want to check out our website, I mentioned it before, uh, babtourgolf.com. Uh, that's our picks. Bab Goat will put his picks up uh, pretty much straight away. Uh, we've got an Instagram, same handle, Bab Tour Golf, And you wouldn't believe it, our YouTube channel is called Birdies and Beers Golf. So um, check them all out. They're all got links on our website. Uh, feel free to check it out and let us know what you think or what your picks are. All right. Take care, everybody. Happy gambling. Um, boys, probably see you on the weekend. Uh, take some more money off his. I need to buy coffees for work. So um, take care, guys. Chat to you soon.